Hello everyone and welcome to my bullet journal journey. I'm your host Danny Kay and I am here with my November update kind of early like relatively right how about that um i hope all my american friends enjoyed their thanksgiving last month ours was lovely it's my favorite holiday but this year i decided i was not cooking it's too stressful it's too much so we went out to a local seafood buffet and I'm not really a buffet person normally because I eat like a bird. That's what my mom always said. So I can't eat a lot in one sitting. And, you know, buffets, they kind of cost a lot. So I can't really justify it most of the time. But this place is great. And we ended up spending just as much as we would have on Thanksgiving at the grocery store, especially with the economy the way that, that it is. And so I also, I didn't have to spend all day in the kitchen. I didn't have to clean my house. I didn't have to host. So it was a win in my book. I was very happy with how Thanksgiving went. And, you know, years past, we've ended up throwing away all our leftovers. So I was like, yeah, I don't have, I don't have that problem. Don't have a ton of food just sitting in my refrigerator, taking up space. So I touched on a lot of my November update in the last episode, but I've had some time to reflect. So I want to go over it again here and kind of add things. The first week in November was me recovering from house guests and preparing to travel. So it was kind of a wash as far as productivity goes. So we traveled to Tennessee the first weekend of the month. We are kind of exploring whether we want to make a move there. Uh, where we are now, there's a lot of people. We're very close to people. And, you know, we would like some solitude. So we took a trip to kind of scope out the area and see if it was the right fit for us. It was in eastern Tennessee in the mountains. So, but the trip was not well planned on my part. And it really could have been disastrous. So we picked the first weekend in November a few weeks beforehand because it kind of aligned with our football schedule. And we watched football, my husband, when we got together, I learned very quickly. I could not plan anything when football was going on. So I planned it around that. And I had been in contact with a realtor briefly. And I was also coordinating with my dad because he's the one that would actually be buying the property as an investment. He's not the easiest person to travel with, and especially with my husband. So he's one of those people who has no issue hopping in a car and just driving hours and hours nonstop. That's not really great when you're traveling with kids who have tiny little bladders and they need to move around a lot. Uh, He also gets up before dawn and he'll drive so he can get places super early. Oh, dark 30 is what he calls it. And we, on the other hand, are not morning people. He's also been single for about a decade, and at this point, he's just used to making plans, not considering other people, and it's kind of his way or the highway. Like, he gets an idea in his head, and that's just the way it has to go, or else he's very cranky about it. My husband hates traveling, so 
there was already a little bit of friction. My dad calls me the week before and he asks, when are we going again? So it was not on his radar. He thought it was the next week. He hadn't asked off for work. We didn't really know where we were going, just that we wanted to go to Eastern Tennessee. And we didn't know where we were staying until like the Tuesday before we left. We left on Friday. I honestly had a lot of hesitation about the trip, and I think that's why I avoided putting any planning into it for several reasons. So the first was the issues with my dad that I said before, but also the whole arrangement with him buying property for us to live on kind of stresses me out. Being tied to family financially is just awkward, and I do for my job, estate and trust administration. So I see firsthand how awkward and awful it can get for families when there's money involved. Now, it's not something I asked my dad to do. He offered, but it was something I would, of course, be very grateful for. But money never comes without strings attached. And I'm very aware of that. The other reason is my husband, he's traveling, and part of that is the financial aspect. It just stresses him out. So part of my resistance will manifest in waiting until the last possible minute to tell him about how much something will cost because I always get a reaction. And that's how a lot of my hesitation and resistance manifests, not communicating. Same thing with my dad. So you know, we need to have an adult conversation about how this arrangement is going to work, but I can't do it and he won't do it either. I mean, where do you think I got it from? So I waited until the last possible possible minute to do anything. Like I text the realtor on the way and I'm like, oh, hey, we're on our way. Can you meet us tomorrow? And we text back and forth on the drive, but my service is spotty. We get to the Airbnb where we're staying late. It's dark mountain roads are hard to navigate. We had the hardest time finding where we were staying because apparently no place in Tennessee uses house numbers. (laughs) So that was fun. And at this point, my husband and I were snapping at each other and stressed out. It's like nine o'clock at night. Everyone's tired. I'm over it and tired, but I'm trying to keep this thing moving, still messaging with the realtor. My husband and Dad are also both tired. Dad was staying on the drive. He stopped overnight, so he was tired. They were offering zero guidance or input. I got a couple of properties they want to see and some I want to see, and we send them to the realtor. I think there's like five, and she texts back, and she says, okay, we can do two in one day and then three in the other what? Like where I live, things are close. Like we have a dozen fast food restaurants within a mile radius of our house. We never drive more than 20 minutes to anything. So both men, upon hearing this, are pissed and of absolutely no use. I get a text from my dad, just text me the address where we're supposed to go. Like not helpful whatsoever. It did all end up working out. We saw some properties. We had a delightful time. The scenery was just beautiful. The leaves were changing and the mountains were incredible. My daughter said it was the best vacation 
ever. She loved just trekking through the woods. She's so easy like that. Like she's happy doing anything. But the poor planning was just such a huge source of stress. And looking back, I have no idea why I did it. I am a procrastinator, which I do when I'm avoiding things that I don't want to do. So I wanted to go to Tennessee, but it was, I think, my relationships that were causing the resistance. But then in turn, the inability to communicate really made things difficult. And that's also manifested in another way this month with my journals. So in the last month, I gave you an update on how the journals I designed just did not turn out the way I wanted. I discovered that issue um, on my return home from Tennessee. So now I have to email the manufacturer and say, hey, this is not going to work. Can I get my money back? And I just finally did that a couple of days ago. It was like a month after. And it was very stressful for me because I'm such a people pleaser and an appeaser that this was really far out of my comfort zone. And I just avoided it. And, you know, I ended up writing an email to them and just said, hey, here are my problems. Um, I understand you went to some expense to produce these, so I'd love to pay you for that, but I like the rest of my money back. And um, it actually turned out fine. And they sent an email and were very like cordial and uh, accommodating. And it was so stupid. Like I put it on, I wasted a month. I wasted a month of time putting this off, agonizing over it, and it just was no big deal. So again, it's just these, I, I put off these difficult conversations and they don't actually turn out to be that difficult. Now, um, I'm still kind of contemplating the journal thing where I want to go with that, but we'll, um, I'll figure that out. So I with all this anxiety and stress and me figuring out the journals and the, you know, coming back from Tennessee, I was just kind of a mess. Like my anxiety was peaking. So I journaled. I did a brain dump. So I was having a ton of anxiety about everything. The journals, moving, work. My husband and I made a pretty big life decision, which I hope to tell you all about in the very near future. So my head was just a tornado inside. And so I wrote a list of things I could do for myself, some self-care items to keep myself from getting overwhelmed and falling into a rut. And also with the journal issue, I created a spread with two columns where I contemplated two potential paths I could pursue. And I took some time. I needed, you know, three or four days to do this, but it's been a month now. And my head was pretty clear on what I needed to do, but it took me so long to take any action. I came to a decision about what I wanted to do, which is great, but actually doing it is the problem. And I felt this resistance in other areas of my life, like work, like I have problem files that I've put off for so long. And part of the reason I failed to get back to them is because I've waited so long that I'm embarrassed and I'm stressed about the delay. I have the book Eat the Frog on my list, my book on tape list, and that addresses this tendency. So I'm looking forward to that one. 
Okay, now that I've gotten the therapy portion of the podcast out of the way, let's get to the actual journaling part. I did a super simple theme in November. So this is one thing that has just amazed me. I think I say this every time about how my journaling has evolved. Like the art is just not a huge thing for me at this point. I really don't, I don't have the time. If you've been watching my live streams, you'll note I take forever to set up my monthly setups. Uh, and the art would make it worse. Like I think the art would just delay that longer. I'd finish November at the end of November. So I think for 2022, I'm going to use a lot more craft paper, uh, washi tape, stickers, that kind of stuff to make it quicker, but still kind of get a nice aesthetic. I set up December and used some floral craft paper I had just laying around and I love the way it turned out. So I think that's how I'm going to go going forward. November's theme was just some simple leaves in blue and gold. I have my cover page on my Instagram, so if you want to check that out, you can. I loved this color combination, and it was really easy to add accents to pages where normally I wouldn't have if I was drawing something more elaborate. My lettering on my color cover page came out pretty well also, so I was pretty tickled with that. I'm definitely going to keep using that style of lettering in my new journal. Okay, my habit trackers. Um, I have to do something. I've been awful with my habit trackers the last few months, and I'm not really sure what to do. I've used the same style for months now, like a grid style, but September, October, and November, I just did not keep up with them consistently. So for December, I went back to a calendar style because I thought maybe I just needed some novelty. And I also scaled back how many habits I was tracking, but it didn't help. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I got to reevaluate for 2022. I'm still thinking on this one. So we'll see how it goes. I haven't started my migration. So uh, I'm still thinking about what to do for 2022. I listened to the Mind Love podcast and Christy Wright was on there from Dave Ramsey's network, which I listen to periodically. And she talked about how we all have seasons. And I've talked about this with my own cycles that so that could be why it kind of resonated with me so much. But Christy was writing a book and she knew it would take a lot of her time, not just with writing, but with the touring and other things that go along with writing a book. So she knew some things were just not in the cards for her that season, like seeing her friends or working out or volunteering at her kid's school. And she embraced that. And it was really about being realistic about where you are in life and that you should acknowledge that and set reasonable expectations of yourself because otherwise you get frustrated and burn out when you try to do it all. I find that's true in relationships too. I can't tell you how many times I've had expectations of a partner that I never articulated, but when they didn't fulfill them, it was very stressful. It caused strain on the relationship. You put pressure on people to live up to a standard you've never told them exists and then wonder why you're unhappy and they're unhappy and it just doesn't set anyone up for success. So this perhaps is not the season for habit tracking for me. I have, as I said, included it in my plan for 2022, but it's not set in stone yet. 
aesthetically, I use a lot of square boxes and square headings for November. And I liked how it turned out. I haven't really been using um, as many square square headings. Like normally I just write the, the heading in my normal handwriting. handwriting. Um, but this time I used actual boxes. So I really, I really like the aesthetic and it might be one of my favorite in this journal. I had a couple of spreads I never used. I mapped them out, but then never used them. I never finished them. Like my meal planning spread was one and lo and behold, we had no food in our house. So it's kind of amazing how that works, isn't it? Perhaps it's just not my season for cooking. <laughs> possible. I've been reserving an area at the start of the month, like after the cover page and the calendar for a reflection at the beginning of the month, and then a place at the end of the month, um, like right across from that. They're, they're side by side, but I hadn't really used them too much. And going forward, I don't know that I'm going to continue those. They're a place for, for reflection, and I'll say I haven't been spending as much time on journaling as I should be and doing as much reflection. Like in the beginning, I put much more time into it, but I would often do that early in the morning when I was getting up early, and I've not been doing that either. It's hard to do at night after work because I'm often tired, and that's our family time, so I don't get as much time to myself then. And this time is really difficult. Um, and this fall in particular has been hard for me as far as energy goes. I've had no energy. So I think I talked about my diet in the last episode. I've just been sleeping and eating this entire winter like I'm about to hibernate. <laughs> and so I've kind of embraced it as the season. But it also does get in the way of a lot of goals. I listened to an audiobook this month. I think it was The Achievement Habit by Bernard Roth. I've been listening to so many that they kind of run together, but I'm pretty sure that was the book. And one thing that stuck out to me was he said, reasons are bullshit. And every time he'd have an example of an excuse he'd, ma he'd made, He'd say in the book, that's a good reason, like very mockingly. And I'm the queen of reasons. I always was, even in school, didn't do my homework. Oh, I left it at home. Late for work. Oh, I got stuck in traffic. I'd lie rather than face the consequences of my action. So every time I hear myself making excuses, I say to myself now, that's a good reason. And it helps kind of shame me into not making excuses because excuses are often just reasons why we're not acting. Like when I said I needed time to clear my head that this month, I did that. But now what I'm I doing, you know, nothing. It took me months to do anything. So clearing my head was a good reason. Um, so that's one thing that stuck out to me. I like that book. Next month is a big month in January. I'll have my one-year bullet journal update. I, I can't believe it. I've been reflecting intermittently on this past year and started a list about what I've learned from bullet journaling. It's been such a great year. 
I've learned so much and grown so much and I'm so grateful for this experience. And to all of you who have followed me along the way, I was looking at my, the demographics of my listeners. And I think I have listeners like on every continent, which is just amazing. You guys are so cool. So I can't wait for the future of this podcast. So here's something I want from you guys. So starting after my December update, which is going to post in January, I want to start talking about other themes centered around journaling and mindfulness. So I'd like to hear from you. What do you want me to talk about? Who should I talk to? And another thing, I thought this was, this is like one of my best ideas. Um, I want to hear about your bullet journal journey. I want you to come on my podcast and talk about what bullet journaling has meant to you and what it's done for your life. So if you want to share your story, please message me. You can message me on Instagram. You can email me. My contact information is in the description below. But I want to start doing that. I'm going to start bringing you guys on here and have you talk about your journey because that's the beautiful thing about bullet journaling is it's different for everyone. Everyone can kind of set up their own experience and we've all got different reasons for doing it. And uh, I, I, I would just love to hear it. I can't wait. So reach out my contact information in the description below. I am live streaming every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Instagram. Uh, my handle is at mbjjdani, D-A-N-I. So please join me. I think, well, yesterday I started my 2022 journal setup by doing my cover page. And I used some watercolor, did some lettering, so that was pretty fun. Um, I love you all. I hope everyone who celebrates has a wonderful Christmas, happy Hanukkah, and an amazing new year. I just love the new year. It's I get such a boost from it. It's kind of a transition period, so it's so great. Until next time, I'm your host, and this is my bullet journal journey.